Here it is, the Pistons Pod, with your host, Matt Derry. And welcome in, everybody. It is another edition on Pistons.com of the Pistons Pod. It is indeed Matt Derry, and we are three, count them, three weeks away from draft night. Coming up on July the 29th, Pistons, of course, are on the clock as they have the number one overall pick, finally, finally getting some lottery luck a couple of weeks ago. This is a very exciting time, and we thank you for listening and joining us today. Not only do the Pistons have that first pick, they also have three second-round picks. Joining me today to talk all things draft, he's one of the best around when it is looking at prospects and players. He kind of calls himself an NCAA and NBA prospects specialist, the former all-time, the current all-time leading scorer at the University of Detroit Mercy, now an NBA draft analyst. And you can check out his stuff at sportstalk2319.com. It is Detroit's own Rashad Phillips. Rashad, uh, thanks so much. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. How you been, buddy? Oh, I'm fantastic. You know, it's my time of year, so I'm, I'm studying and gathering notes and making phone calls and flying here and there, so it's exciting. Tell me your reaction to your hometown team, the Pistons, getting that number one pick. What, what do you think this means for the city? Uh, I think it's, it's fantastic for the city. I, I was I was so so happy to finally see that because, you know, we we've suffered for for a few years of being close but not close enough. So for us to get that number one pick um, in the perfect draft class for me. Going to my my hometown, I I couldn't be more happier, especially for a guy like Troy Weaver. We've talked to you and I in the past, and and you've liked some of the past drafts, but this one in particular, everybody's on the bandwagon. Everybody's talking about the top five, top six players. How do you compare this group to maybe the last few years? I think this is a very solid draft class. I mean, from, from top to bottom, man. If, if these teams are really doing their homework and really digging into these prospects, you will see that there's a lot of there's a lot of gold that that stretches well beyond the first round. Rashad Phillips with me, SportsTalk2319.com, NBA draft uh, analyst. All right, as far as where Detroit sits at number one, what what's the first thing that pops out and, and comes to your mind when you look at what Troy Weaver's looking for here? I think he's looking for a cornerstone. You, you, anytime you get the number one pick in any sport, you're always trying to find someone that you could build the entire franchise around. So uh, it's a great position to have the number one pick this year because there's a f- few players that I believe fit that description. How many guys in your mind are cornerstone players in this in this draft? I would say two. I would say two, and having a number one pick, you got your you, you obviously have your pick of the of the two players. So, uh, I, I think we're sitting pretty here. All right. So, who are those two? And I, I'm going to guess one of them's Cade Cunningham. Yeah. Ta- keep going, man. Tell me, tell me, tell me what you're thinking. So, I, obviously, Cade Cunningham is the, is the choice for me, but I also like Jalen Green as well. Um, when you look at Kay Cunningham, he just kind of he reminds me a lot of Grant Hill. Um, the way he carries himself, um, his style of play, he's a he's a dual forward um, that does a little bit of everything. He doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, he doesn't have a heavy game where I mean he doesn't take away from his teammates, but he still is able to leave his imprint on the game. Um, and he's just a kid that has been built. Um, for this moment. So I, I believe you can't go wrong when you draft a guy like, like Kay Cunningham. On the other hand, 
you look at Jalen Green, this kid is uh, the, the most dynamic player in the draft. Uh, he's a, a shooting guard extraordinaire. Um, he's a, a he's a great scorer. Obviously, he's a he's a ticket seller. He's one of those guys that you pay to watch play. He's going to have maybe the most highlights of any rookie in this class. And um, again, it's a great great space to be sitting at at number one um, to have the choice between Kay Cunningham or Jalen Green. Take me take me back to Cade for a second shot, and and, and you, you talked about the comparisons with with Grant Hill. The game has changed so much, and it's pushed back to that three point line uh, where, where you lived for for for, for four years yeah. at Callahan Hall. But is the difference though with Cade and Grant Cade's range? Um, I think both guys can can has solid range. I, I, they're they play different styles. One's a shooting guard which is more uh, primarily a guy that um, plays off ball and that looks to get his offense while somebody else generates it for him. Um, Cade is a dual forward where he's able to uh, generate offense for himself and others. Um, and he does a terrific job of rebounding on that end. So it kind of gives you a little bit of everything, uh, a la Grant Hill. Um, obviously, he's not Grant Hill, so I don't want people to think you're getting the exact replica of Grant Hill. Grant Hill was more explosive. He was quicker. Um, but K has the same type of aura and the same type of style of play um, given a Grant Hill. And in, 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 in clutch spots for Oklahoma State, uh, he brought the ball up. And Grand Hill did the same. I mean, we, we we remember watching Pistons teams and some bad ones where it was Grant Hill and everybody else, and Grant was forced to almost here, give me the ball. Maybe Joe was yeah. out. Maybe Joe D was hurt, or Lindsey wasn't playing, or whatever. And it was like, just just let me bring it up. Kate Cunningham can do that too, right? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I remember Grant's first game as a Piston. It was uh, it was against the Lakers um, at at the Palace of Auburn Hills, and uh, he. He had 20 points, like five rebounds, five assists, and I was just like, man, this, you know, Grant's just a do-it-all type of guy. I just think you get you get more of a stat sheet stuffer with with Kay Cunningham. With Jalen Green, you're going to get some some highlights. You're going to get some alley oops, and you're going to get 17, 18 points, um, and it's going to be exciting. He's very electrifying, and he's one of the kids that I love watching play as well. Rashad Phillips, all-time leading scorer at the University of Detroit Mercy, one of the great titans of all time. That number three is up in the rafters at Callahan Hall is uh, with me. You know, the the, the Pistons drafted uh, last year, obviously, in the top ten, and they took Killian Hayes, who's a bigger point guard. He's young. He's only 19, but he's 6'5". Kate is 6'8". How, how, if the Pistons were to go that route, how do you see that working out? That works perfectly fine. With Kate being a dual forward, he's he has the ability to play without the ball as well. You know, when I use the, the term dual forward, it, it really means a versatile forward. Um, and so his ability to play with or without the ball um, allows Killian to be able to dictate pace uh, when the ball's in his hand. So I, I think it, it works perfectly. Um, and, and it's all you can never have enough dynamic guards in the NBA. All right, Jalen Green, you mentioned it could be the highlight real guy, and, and, and certainly Houston sits at number two. And, uh, you know, the, I, I think all these teams now are just looking, Rashad, now at the best players available when it comes down to yeah. it. This is, it's become a positionless game. Do you, do you like that? Is it, does it make your job tougher or easier, man? Oh, I'm, it, it's, it's fine with me. I, I actually love it. You know, me, I, I have my own positions where I'm slotting guys. So 
I don't really run into any issues in regards to finding out where guys fit and where they're slotted. So, so I, I love the evolution of the game. You know, I'm not one of those old timers that's like, oh, back in my day, they did this or they did that. You know, I, I, I actually just I love the how the game evolves because, you know, me, Diesel, when I played, I think I was before my time anyway. So I'm enjoying all of this type of play anyway. That is true. Um, there were many a, a time that Perry Watson was shaking his head when you pulled up <laughs> from 37 feet out. Now Steph Curry does it, and everybody says, or, or Dame Lillard from the logo. I said, I saw a guy that was about 5'9 do that uh, 20 years ago. But, uh, and, and, and it was enjoyable to call, man. I, I, you, know, you know, I loved it. Tell me about, uh, uh, so Troy Weaver says he's looking for Pistons. And I want to get to some guys in the second round that maybe fit yeah. that bill. But what about Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green as, as being grinders, tough guys, obviously very talented. And look, you're not looking for just going to work and turning this into 2004 again. But but do they fit that Troy Weaver mold, do you think? I think they do. I, I think that uh, when we talk about the, the, the toughness and all that, I, th- I think we automatically think Charles Oakley. And sometimes I think that's a little way uh, overboard. Um, when that, when you watch Jalen and, and Kay play, these are two kids that don't take possessions off. Um, they play extremely hard, and um, they definitely will embrace the city of Detroit because it's just it's just in the water. Once you get to Michigan, you have no choice but to embrace um, the city and how and how Troy is looking to play. So both kids fit that description for me. What do you think of the style? Uh, not the style of play, the quality of play in that G League Ignite. When Jay, where Jalen Green was going up against pro players, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, you and I love the college game, and we text all yeah. the time about about some guys. But, yeah. but what? How much did playing in that in that smaller season of G League? What, what do you think that did for Jalen Green's and, and his confidence? I, I think it gave him the ultimate confidence. Anytime that you you take that leap of faith, right? That to to, to skip college and go right into the professional ranks and have some type of success. Um, I think automatically you start to build that confidence. And, and as you saw, he got better game at the game. Um, and, you know, that, again, that with the NBA rules, to see him operate in the confinements of the NBA rules and have some success was able, it was easier for me to say, hey, this kid is going to be electric at the NBA game because I was able to see him playing with NBA rules. Rashad Phillips with me, uh, NCAA and NBA prospect specialist and a draft analyst uh, joining us here on Pistons.com. This is the Pistons pod. All right, so you, you, you say two guys are game changers. No question about it in your mind, Cade Cunningham and, and, and Jalen Green. Who, who's next on your list in that second tier, I guess? I mean, I really love, uh, I love, I love Cam Thomas from LSU. Um, I, I really love that kid. Um, I think he's I think he's fantastic. Um, he's the, the the best scorer in the entire draft. Uh, when you look at from top to bottom, um, I just think he's a player that has one dominant skill trait, and that's scoring. And a lot of teams in the NBA have struggled with finding guys that they can look to in their second unit to bring just scoring. You look at uh, Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford and those guys, and the, the Knicks found that with Emmanuel Quickly and the 76ers found it in Tyrese Maxey. You need those young guys to come in in that second unit and just give you some some spark, and I think Cam Thomas is the best at doing that. 
and uh, Cam- Cameron Payne's doing that for the uh, for the Suns right yeah, now. You know, absolutely. It's, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's been fun to watch. All right, that's a, that's a name. So so and some mocks, Cam Thomas is going high, and some mocks he's going low. Where where do you have a kid like that? Yeah, I think I, I think his sweepstakes start right around seventeen. Memphis has the seventeenth pick, and it, you know I watch the Memphis Grizzlies closely. There's you know I watch. Orlando, Atlanta, Memphis, and the Pistons, those are the four teams that I always watch. So when I watch Memphis, they have a lot of scoring droughts in their second unit. And um, I I believe a kid like Cam Thomas, you know, who was second in the nation in scoring, he's the all-time leading scorer in EYBL history and Oak Hill history. So this kid is a professional scorer. So anytime you can draft a kid that has already found their identity, that's why I would I would take him right around 17, 18, 19. All right. I don't want to give away all your secrets. You've got uh, a website. Again, uh, sportstalk2319.com. You're all over Twitter at RP3 Natural. But I'm just going to ask you what I'm just going to – you give me the name and that's it because I, right. I don't want – if you are Cleveland at three, mm-hmm. are you taking Suggs or are you taking Mobley or somebody else? Um, I would probably take Mobley. That's it. We'll probably take Mobley. That's all. That's all I, all I needed to hear. And by the way, you know, people are comparing him to Chris Bosh. Um, <laughs> I don't see the range yet to be saying that. Yeah, I yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Rashad Phillips with me. All right, let's get to it. Three second round picks. Now, last Uh-oh. year, last year, right? The Pistons. You know, they had first-round picks, and certainly Killian Hayes was one, and then they kept just trading, and, and Troy Weaver did such an amazing job last year with such a fun draft because the Pistons went from one pick to four, uh, and then two of the two two more in the second round was Sadiq Bey and Isaiah Stewart, and then, of course, uh, Saban Lee in the second round. But as you see three second-round picks on the docket for Troy, he said he wants Pistons. Who, who are some Pistons that are going to be in the second round for Troy Weaver in your mind? So this is what. This is what I love most about the draft is the second round is my favorite part of the draft because it shows what teams have done their homework. So I'm excited. So I look at Kessler Edwards from Pepperdine. He is a six foot eight, small forward, plays above the rim, a terrific utility guy. Like, you find your your complimentary guys in the second round that can contribute. Kessler Edwards is one of those players that I'm definitely targeting if I'm Detroit. What what does he do well? What 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 stands out for him? He's a little bit he's he's a he's a lot like a Danny Granger, uh, kind of a lot like Jeremy Grant. Like he fits that kind of mold, like a utility guy that can guard the other team's best player. Um, he could knock down some shots. He's a he can slash a little bit. He's a great athlete. I just he just kind of he's one of those fine tool type players. So I really, really, really love Kessler Edwards from Pepperdine. If I'm the Pistons, I have his name circled for the second round. What about Biggs? Any Biggs? Because you know uh, Troy Weaver said it last year. Everybody was making fun of him when they when he took uh, when he when he signed Okafor and Plumley and drafted uh, Beef Stew. Everybody said, "Oh, is this guy collecting bigs?" And, and Troy said, "Yeah, I want to rebound the ball. Is there is there somebody in the post that could come off the bench next year and help this team?" I like the kid EJ Onu from Shawnee State. This kid is a shot blocking machine, but he also shot forty percent from three. Um, he won a national championship in Division Two. 
Uh, he averaged 5.5 blocks last season. The season before, he averaged 4.5 blocks. He had offers from Florida, Ohio State, Texas. Like, this kid is is a sleeper in the draft. E, EJ Onu, he's 6'11", has a great catch radius. Um, I think he's another one of those second-round guys that I'll circle. Catch radius? Listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> what is what's catch radius? <laughs> You got to explain that one to me. I love it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it's my draft talk. You know, I'm, I'm, you I, know yes, I'm yes, my draft talk. You know, I'm getting in character. Anybody that you see uh, in the in round two, that I'm not saying that that's overhyped, and I know you don't want to rip on players, and these are still kids, but anybody that you say that everybody is saying, oh, oh, sleeper, and you're going, eh, maybe, maybe not as high on. Mm, no. No, I'll plead the fifth on that one. Everybody, you like all these kids in this draft. I do. I like this draft. I really do. I like this draft. I, I, there's so many kids that that may not even get drafted that I like. You know, like I think Anthony Tark is a kid that the Pistons should look at from Coppin State. He's a six-seven maniac. Like he just runs. He has a motor. If you go back to his film, he destroyed Duke this season. I mean, this kid is terrific. He's worked out with with multiple teams, and uh, I, I like I like Anthony Tark as well. So Kessler Edwards, EJ Onu, and Anthony Tark are some names that we should definitely uh, highlight. Yes. With yes. Rashad Phillips, who who is, has hit on some in the past. Rashad and I talk all the time about Daniel Gafford. The night of the draft, Rashad said this kid is going to be an activity guy and a and a and a, yes. and a pest. And uh, boy, the, the folks in Chicago gave up on him. Probably way too early, right, Shad? They gave up too early, man. That kid's special. So, all right. What about locally, uh, Franz Wagner? Where, where, what do you think of him? Yeah, I, I think Franz is going to be a lottery pick. He, he may have been Charlotte. Um, you know, obviously, he's a specialist. He reminds me a lot of Mike Dunleavy. He can stretch the defense. Um, he can, he's a shot maker. He has excellent size. But I like Aaron Henry from Michigan State. He's not getting he's not getting talked about enough. And I, I believe that Aaron Henry has some first-round talent. I think he could be, a like, go 30th or 31st, mm. you know, late yeah. in the first round, early second round, because he's a fantastic defender. He's a great athlete. He understands systems, and he's a he's a great utility guy. So I, I like Aaron Henry. I was going to ask you about him after, after Franz because uh, there were just some games where MSU really struggled to score the basketball this year. And he just took it and said, "I got it." And yeah. uh, and the and, and you know this NBA NBA guys love uh, players like that. Yeah, guys that just can you know can go on their own and and, and create opportunity. And, and Aaron Henry is one of those kids that you you, you may not want to sleep on that. Final thing for Rashad Phillips, I mentioned the Pistons before. This is how they're building it, man. You know, obviously free agency with Jeremy Grant and certainly Mason Plumley was a contributor, but not 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 like not in the way that Jeremy was, but. <laughs> What do you think of the direction here? And, and last year's draft really kind of set the foundation, didn't it? It did. I, I, I like last year's draft. I mean, Sadiq Bey, I was I was very high on him. Um, so getting him and obviously Isaiah Stewart, I mean, this, this guy's a throwback player. Um, he has a, a tremendous presence about himself. He's a good free throw shooter. He just does the dirty work, and you need guys like that. You, you get the first pick this year, and you got three second-round picks. I really love the direction that the Detroit Pistons are going. This is the first time I've been really happy for my home team in quite some time. 
Yeah, I think people are excited, and uh, certainly in three weeks from uh, today and tonight, it's going to be uh, it's going to be crazy uh, in Detroit, certainly. And finally, the Pistons get a little bounce of the ping pong ball. It was nice. And Rashad, we'll catch up with you very, very soon. Always a pleasure, buddy. Rashad Phillips with me, NCAA NBA prospect specialist. Follow him on Twitter at rp3natural. Check out his website, sportstalk2319.com. You'll hear him all over the country doing uh, interviews like this one. And, and on draft night, he'll be doing a show at, at SUV TV down in Atlanta, making the trek from his home in Florida to Georgia. That'll do it for this edition of the Pistons Pod right here at Pistons.com. We appreciate you listening. We'll be right back with you next week.